Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Food School Smarter, Stronger, Leaner podcast on a mission to inspire a world where food makes us better. Today is Saturday. That's when this episode is being released, and I promised you an episode on Friday, but I got to shoot my course on Friday too. The reason was I planned to shoot my course in three days, Tuesday through Thursday, and then on Friday be done with that. But then after shooting on Tuesday and Wednesday, I realized I needed a day off before continuing if I want to finish strong. And so I rescheduled the shooting and finished it on Friday and dedicated the whole day finishing strong with my course, with shooting my course. And I learned an important lesson, guys. Well, actually a few. I learned that for me, it's best to give myself some time off, not just going through the whole thing in one shoot. You know, sometimes you need to do that. We all need to do this to finish something longer with good quality of energy and good quality of commitment. And... The other lesson I learned was that I need often to stay flexible to finish more longer, bigger project projects. So for me, uh, for the future, I'll be ready for that, for being flexible, for things not going as I planned, because I'm not a machine, because life doesn't really work on our plans, on our schedules. And then I also learned that I can do things, I can finish things, even though I might not want to finish them, to do them, even though I might feel like I suck at it, even though I might feel like I'm not good at it, like uh, it's not the thing that I'm supposed to be doing, I'm not perfect for shooting the course yet. And you know, um, in the morning uh, I woke up actually probably every day. No, Friday was actually much better. But on Tuesday, especially the first day of shooting, I woke up and I felt all kinds of emotions, but not feeling positive or good about shooting the course. I felt so many doubts. I didn't know I have that many, but I still did it. You know, I managed my mental state and I showed up with positive and optimistic attitude. And that really taught me an important lesson about myself, that I can change my mental state. And even though I might wake up not feeling for it, I can change it. I can change it by doing something that changes my state, that helps me to change my state, like exercise, like doing something I love, like rollerblading, like doing my meditations and affirmations and listening to podcasts of people, of creators who inspire me, who do the hard work, who also probably do feel a lot of self-doubts, but they do the work anyway. And I can talk to myself differently and I can handle one step at a time, one moment at a time and still do the thing I gotta do, even though it might feel incredibly difficult and challenging and I might not feel like it at all, but I still can do it one moment, one step at a time, as we already talked about on Monday, one step at a time, we can handle anything, we can handle any change. And the truth is, the beautiful truth is, in life, we only have to handle one moment at a time. And we can always handle one moment at a time. So those are the few lessons that I've learned 
through doing things. And that's, I guess, the last lesson that I learned uh, shooting this course. We learn while doing things, not while thinking about doing things. All the ideas, all the lessons, all the solutions are through actions. We get them through actions. The rest doesn't really apply to life because what we come up with by simply thinking about it is usually much further from reality than what we can come up with when we actually do things and learn from them. Learn from reality, learn from actions, not from thinking about actions. So that was one of the biggest lessons too um, that I got during shooting my course. And I also realized that I actually love shooting my course. And once I'm in the process, I'm I'm really enjoying it and I'm enjoying at working on things. So I'm taking a few takes before the final cut, before it um before it's right. Uh working through challenging things, not uh shying away from them, not trying to quit. Um I learned that I enjoy this process of being uh, on camera and that I do want to create more courses and I do want to do more public speaking and do TV shows. So a lot of things I learned and learning by doing, guys, it's not easy, but it's the most rewarding thing any one of us can do. And working through those difficult, tough, challenging moments we thought we couldn't handle and actually doing that and coming out on the other side, that's like the most rewarding thing I've ever experienced in my entire life. So that course, shooting of this course reminded me of that. And it also made me realize I can commit to things and I can finish them. And even if it's difficult, if it's challenging, I can rely on myself. So that was a very rewarding experience. So I shooted the course and it should be up and running on Udemy uh, by the end of this month. There are a few formalities like uh, uploading the course, putting in all the descriptions, all the goals, waiting for approval. And so things always take time, more usually than in our brain, in our, in our mind. Uh, but it's going to be available soon, and I for sure will share the link. And the course, the full name of the course is Healthy Eating Crush Course from Confusion to Clarity, from Complicated Diets to Simple Lifestyle Habits. Or something really close to that. I'm still working on the final version. And this course is meant to give the basics of healthy eating without getting into depths of nutrition and dieting. Something that anyone can learn uh, in just uh, a couple of hours, can learn, can apply, and improve dramatically eating habits that will serve with more energy, more vitality, and more health for life. So there's, there is some cooking, there is um, some theory, we're gonna, we are going shopping, there is some uh, weight loss basics, weight management basics. So I, I had fun shooting this course and uh, I loved it. Anyhow, you will enjoy, you will be able to enjoy it really soon. But today, let's get back to our podcasting and we will start before switching to more episodes about 
the story of modern foods, like what is plant-based food? What is that vegan substitution food? Why um, refined oils is bad for you compared to cold press extra virgin kind of oils? So all of this is going to start next week. We have a few quite exciting interviews coming up next week. I'm really, really excited about that. But today we are answering three questions that I got from you guys. So question number one, can I eat one Oreo without the feeling while on a diet without gaining weight? And this question is very specific, but it also can be generalized. And I get similar questions all the time. Like, can I eat this food and still not gain weight and still lose weight? And the truth is, guys, there are no individual fattening and slimming foods. Yes, there are foods that are more likely <clears throat> to be deposited as fat if we overeat and if we eat more than we should, if we eat the kinds of foods that um, make our whole metabolism and lifestyle uh, go out of the window, our best intentions. Um, like foods can change our behavior on many different levels, but one individual food a piece of food, one cookie or a piece of candy bar, it's not going to make much of a difference no matter what you hear. Like again, it can affect your behavior in many other ways, but by itself, eating a piece of candy, even every day, it's not going to affect the end result that much. But what's going to affect the overall result much is the total sum, the combination of all of the diet patterns, like how much you eat, what you eat, when you eat it, whether you can manage your stress or not, whether you sleep or not, like so your lifestyle, your diet, your activity levels, the kind of exercise you do, your stress levels, your stress management um, mastery or skills, all of that affects the end results not one individual food you eat every day or once in a while, but the whole thing. So remember that anytime you hear that this food is fattening. No, it's not. It's the overall uh, result, the overall picture of your lifestyle. That's what matters, not one cookie. So even one Oreo cookie with the filling every day uh, might not interfere with your weight loss. It's all what you do besides that one cookie. And of course, if you eat like a whole bag of cookies every day, and anyhow, the overall, the total sum matters much more than one individual piece of food. The next one, what is intermittent fasting? By the way, getting more and more popular intermittent fasting. And will it actually help with weight loss? And there are many questions, uh, many... Um, low quality answers. Like people are always trying to find this magic bullet or a really simple solution that will solve everything. But guys, let me save you some time and energy. There is no such solution that solves every problem. To every problem, um, there are many possible solutions and probably it's a combination of things, not just one thing. So what is intermittent fasting? Intermittent fasting, it doesn't have any hard or precise um, definition. No matter who you ask, if they're really, if they really know what they're talking about, that they, they know there is no such precise definition of intermittent fasting. But what is generally 
uh, meant when people say intermittent fasting, it means daily prolonged periods of fasting or periods without food or any calories. So that means, for example, not eating for 16 hours a day, the night sleep including, and then eating all your food in eight hour window. That might also be more hours. Like my the intermittent fasting that I practice is 18 hours of not eating every single day from 6 p.m. to 12 p.m. usually, and then eating all my food in six-hour window. That can mean also not eating for 20 hours. That can probably even mean not eating for 15 hours, even though, um, you know, the less hours you do not, you the less hours you spend not eating, and the more hours you spend eating, the further it is away from intermittent fasting. But we kind of do intermittent fasting, all of us still, like overnight, you don't eat, do you? But usually what people mean is 16 hours or more of not eating daily or every other day. And then will it help you or anyone else with weight loss? It usually helps if it helps people to eat less overall or to solve some metabolic or gut issue or some combination of both. So by itself, intermediate fasting is not, again, a magic bullet or a solution for everything. No. One can still fast for 18 hours a day, for example, and then eat a lot, a lot of food and maybe a lot of junk food and not lose a single pound, but actually gain weight. So intermittent fasting by itself, not going to solve anything. It's got to be taken again as a part of your overall diet and lifestyle. So that's what you want to remember. But in general, over, uh, but in general, intermittent fasting is fasting for 16 hours or more a day or every other day. Um, different again, people mean different things by it and there is no hard definition. And then uh, and not eating means not eating any sorts of calories, not uh, liquid calories, not fat calories, nothing. In its pure form, fasting is no calories. Um, just consuming maybe water, maybe black tea, uh, maybe um, like herbal tea, but no juices, smoothies, fat, coffees, etc. And then again, if you want to lose weight, overall picture of your lifestyle, your diet means much more than any individual thing, like intermittent fasting. And the last but not least question, it's a very interesting question, actually. I'm thinking about this kind of, you know, inquiries all the time, trying to figure out the answer and doing research and studying because of that. So the question is, why is there no such thing as a standard diet regimen for everyone? Why should the optimal diet for each individual be personalized? Um, so basically, why don't we have one diet for everyone? Like, you know, cows eat grass. Why don't we have the same for humans? I don't know if you want to eat just one thing, actually. But anyhow, my answer is there are still basic rules for healthy eating for human beings. Like, we are suited not for everything. Usually it means eating whole unprocessed foods most of the time, majority of the time, like 99% of the time. If you are interested in the most amount of health and vitality, of course. If you're not interested in health, you can eat whatever and you will survive for, I don't know, many years. Um, just kind of fine, although probably with some health problems and 
weight gain. Anyhow, so the diet for a human being, for a healthy human being, consists of whole unprocessed natural foods, variety of good quality plant and animal foods, consuming enough essential fatty and amino acids, basically essential, that are essential for our life, fats and proteins, enough fibers usually too, consuming all the foods that we need that supply us with all the essential vitamins and minerals. So that's the kind of diet that we all need to be on. And we can make up this diet out of different foods. Like some people eat, you know, broccoli, some people eat Brussels sprouts, some people hate those and eat bell peppers. So that can still work. Uh, so different foods will work for different people. And we evolved this way because during evolution, we lived in different parts of the world. And so our body had to adjust and had to adapt to different kinds of foods to get the same kinds of nutrients. But the nutrient requirements for most human beings, uh, you know, by different age, gender, uh, health conditions, we have pretty similar requirements for essential fats, proteins, vitamins, minerals, and other substances that we might not yet know about. So that is constant, but the foods where we can get it from is different. But it seems that for our best health, we do need whole unprocessed foods, as you can find them in nature, plant and animal variety of those foods. So nutrition is a very young science, guys. You want to understand that it's evolved. We discovered vitamins and uh, minerals only at the beginning of 20th century, if you compare it to physics or like chemistry that were around or mathematics that were around for like 500 years and more. Uh, so nutrition is very young science. We did very little good quality controlled experiments because it's hard to do on human beings who live to, you know, 100 years old and changes take time to manifest themselves. So there are very few like good quality studies because of many reasons. And we have very like little hard precise data in nutrition so figuring out what's like the best best universal diet for human being that's why it's kind of like difficult still and then each human being adapts to different foods foods that are available in different parts of the world to different people we adapt our body adapts to getting nutrients from those foods that we are most exposed to via our microbiome so we have trillions of bacteria more than human cells everywhere on our body and in our gut specifically i think it's like three pounds of bacteria in our gut and so uh, different foods would change those bacteria, the kinds of bacteria that we have. And because of that, we'll be more suited to certain foods more than other foods. Because again, we eat, we change our gut microbiome, but then it adapts. And then when we introduce new foods, our gut microbiome doesn't change uh, right away. And so we might experience discomfort eating new foods because we have bacteria that is kind of designed by our choices to eat different foods. And so that's why diet for like for us to thrive, really thrive, needs to be personalized. But it doesn't mean that our gut microbiome is not adaptable. It is adaptable, but it takes time. And sometimes uh, it's more 
less flexible and it's the most flexible when we are kids and the least flexible when we are adults like for example most adults cannot uh, cannot get back the bacteria that digest properly dairy products and that's why a lot of people are having problems with dairy products we just lose that bacteria that can properly digest um, that stuff and what i'm trying to say is different microbiomes makes us different metabolizers of different foods and that will depend on you know where we grew up uh, what microbiome our mom had that gave us our first bacteria through childbirth uh, that will depend on our overall lifestyle because even exercising changes our gut microbiome. That will ch- uh, that will you know be different um, at different stages of our life. Uh, that um, will be different uh, again because we eat different foods. Our health status, our metabolism, all of these things change our gut microbiome. It changes our metabolism, and then we become more suitable. For different foods it doesn't mean that we are not flexible but sometimes again we are less flexible when we are adults and that's why um, because of our origins genetics metabolism health history we need slightly different diet but still we still need the same nutrients maybe a slightly different amounts maybe we need to get them from different foods um, that's why you know the diet got to be personalized because different microbiome different metabolism different uh, genetics uh, uh, different lifestyles uh, and so we become more suited to certain foods not the other foods but we can change and adapt not completely but to a huge extent and that's why there's probably never going to be a unique diet because we live in so many different environments Uh, but again we still do need to get our vitamin c our vitamin a our vitamin d our calcium our magnesium we just need to get them from different foods we are most suited for because of our origin, our DNA, our gut microbiome, our health status, our meta- metabolism, our lifestyle, all of these things define our requirements and the foods that we are best suited for. So uh, hopefully that answered your question. And that's it for today, guys. Uh, Go out there, have an amazing weekend. Stay tuned on my Instagram, by the way, at 8 a.m. Eastern today. I'm going to be doing some cooking on Instagram Live. Something simple, delicious, nutritious, balanced, uh, overall good for you and fun to make. So stay tuned on my Instagram. Connect if you're if we're not connected on Instagram yet. Share this episode with one other person who might have similar questions. Talk about that. Learn from each other. Share it. That's how we all get better. So re-listen to this episode. Share it. Stay tuned on Instagram for some fun cooking at 8 a.m. Eastern today. Have an awesome weekend and as usual, guys, till next time, eat better daily.